0: And welcome to the Redesigning Your Relationship podcast with your hosts, Yvette Valdenegro
1: and Giovanna Burgess White. Each week, we'll be discussing topics around relationships with a tangible, current, and forward approach. We dive deep and do not shy away from keeping the topic for your interpersonal relationships real. From business associates, acquaintances, to the most intimate relationships,
0: we cover it all. You will laugh, learn, and be inspired by our approach, conversation, and amazing guests. Let's get started.
1: Episode of Redesigning Your Relationships Live. I am your host, Giovanna Burgess
0: White. My co-host, hello, I'm Beth Aldenigro,
1: and we are so excited to be here with a brand new series. If you watched our episode last week, we need, we you know we have some new offers, new opportunities, and a new series. So we will be talking about money laundering, and today's first part is going to be around scarcity mindset. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, we go live every Wednesday, we um, have a new podcast every Friday, and we are relationship coaches, and what does that mean? We really help women create a healthy relationship with themselves through what we call the trifecta, relationship with you, relationship with money, and relationship with time. So if you um, are watching us for the first time, or if you watched us before, and you ever want to get a hold of us, we do free Virtual connection calls. The links are anywhere. Anywhere you're watching or listening, so jump on so we can help you create and help your relationship with yourself.
0: Yay! Wow. Okay. This is going to be good. And first of all, I just want to explain why we why we came up with money laundering because we need to clean up our act when it comes to our money mindsets and the way we think. We hear it all the time. I know that I have worked on this in my own life, just thinking in it, it can be the smallest things that we tell ourselves that that surround money. And I can guarantee you when I made life choices, I made a couple of them in my lifetime that were 100% based on money. Do I do a or B based on money? Will I be financially secure? Will this be okay for me? How am I going to make things work? Those are all decisions based on my mindset of how I perceive things were going to be, was going on in my head. So we get, it can be binding, it can be gripping, it can make you feel smothered and suffocated and stuck, and it can be extremely scary thinking about money and the potential of not having it, because let's just be real, you have to have some form of commodity and money in this world to survive. So it's a big topic. It seriously is a big topic. And we see with our clients and the people that we talk to, it can be very gripping and um, either excel you further along or it can really hinder your own personal growth. So that's why we're really passionate about talking about it.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it's important. A, it's not talked about it. I don't know. Again, one of societal beliefs that it's like not okay to talk about money or money doesn't you know buy happiness or money. Like, honestly, we are here to tell you that the com- more comfortable you are around talking about money and understanding money, the easier life is going to be, which is why we talk about time, money, and self. It is so important. They go together. One cannot live without the other. You can't, you know, if it's freedom, if it's time off, if it's more time with the family, if it's traveling, whatever the list is, is family. Yeah. And the number one reason we, after we talk to clients, do our consultations, you know, build these great relationships. The first two things that come up is I don't have time to invest in myself and I don't have the money to invest in myself. And that's extremely important. And we're not just seeing this in our industry. We see it in every single industry that we talk about. It's money. So we are going to take you through three parts. Um, And we have an amazing guest at the end that's going to come and talk about finance and wealth. But today, we're going to just dive deep into scarcity mindset. And again, at any time you're listening, if it's the replay, if you're watching live, just reach out to us. We're here for you. Uh, We want to help you with those three areas in your life. And so we hope that you get a little bit um, more comfortable when talking or even just learning more about money mindset. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the, what I just want to reiterate, I love that you said the three points. The part one is going to be the scarcity mindset. Part two is going to be, or and what re- that really means part two is going to be for the women in business and their mindsets about around money. And then we bring in an expert who's an actual financial advisor, really just to talk more details. So if you're listening to part one, as we go into part two, and we lead into part three, if you have questions for that advisor, Make sure and send them to Giovanna and I because we that's the place. I mean, why not get the advice? If there's something that's really bothering you thinking about or things that you've heard that you're supposed to be doing or not be doing, this is the time to ask. And I do want to give this little um, thought because it has nothing to do with our clients. It has something to do with a whole different industry. So someone doesn't think we're calling them out. How many times were we when we were in the event industry did we see events, weddings, whatever it was, The number one thing you think about in the very beginning is the budget. You can want a wedding that is $100,000. But if your bank account only says $10,000, there's this discrepancy in there somewhere along. You either need to go get a gargantuan loan or win the lottery or bring yourself down to reality. So there is a reality in this. However, we also saw I'm not. I cannot do the following, right? Whether it's a venue, um, spending money on something to do with the wedding, right? This is my budget. But then we would hear from our clients, "Oh, we're going to go on this amazing honeymoon afterwards. Oh, I'm having a twenty-five thousand dollars wedding, but I just spent ten thousand dollars on my dress. I'm ha- so that is. I'm going to say this. There's nothing wrong with those choices. But you can't say you don't have or you don't want to spend. It's called a priority. So in a wedding, when you come up with how much you want to budget, you get to prioritize some things they say. Obviously, it's like 30 to 40% goes to the reception. Get it. Those are just numbers. But you get to choose how much you put towards the amount in the overall budget. And you get to decide if you're going to go over it. And it's 100%. Is it worth it? to you what is the value in which you are purchasing and that is a thought process no matter what you choose but i just want to say it because that really rolls into even when you're working on yourself you get to choose how much you put towards yourself and i read a statistic that the gurus the ceos the people that are super super um, influential in the financial world are just people being amazing leaders they really suggest you put a minimum, and this is minimum, 3% of your yearly income needs to go back into yourself yeah. and whatever it is that you're wanting to grow and learn and, and be a better person in or better, whatever your industry is.
1: Yeah. Well, we, 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 I mean, that's the wedding industry. Then we talked to the coaching industry. we talked about health. We have so many people who don't go to the doctor, don't go to dentists, don't go to the, you know, don't take care because you are like, oh, we can't afford it. So if anything, we're going to teach you how to budget, which budgets. Not, remember, we did an episode years ago on the dreaded B word budget. <laughs> I can't believe that I even remember that we did that episode. Um Yeah, you have to budget every like subcategory in your life. And so hopefully we teach you that. So. You know, we talk about women in business, like you have to give money back to your business and you have to give back money for personal development and growth, um, mental health and you know, health, health in general. So hopefully these three episodes will get you more clarity around money. It's neutral. It's not good or bad. And then how can you better prepare yourself? And this is, are you willing to spend time Like, my time comes into it? to really say, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to not to do in order to set myself up financially? And that's different for everybody. So we're going to just dive deep into this, but I, I love that we're talking about it because it's not just our industry. It's everything in life. So yeah. get started.
0: So Scarcity mindset. I think we're starting off with um, a quote, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me remove. Oh, sorry. That was me. I'm trying to remove the mute because my wonderful train just literally stopped and it sounded like it was going to crash. Okay. Let's go to the quote. Yeah. Ask any rich and successful entrepreneur their biggest tips related to the steps they took to become both rich and successful. And you will often hear about their money mindset work. This is real. (laughs) With the technology advances and social changes that have taken place over the last few decades alone, my stance is that simply thinking your way to becoming rich is quite frankly no longer enough. The reality is that as entrepreneurs, both our lives and our minds are busier, more occupied, and more stimulated than ever before. We both know you cannot just think your way into something's going to happen. There needs to be the thinking with the feeling that turns into the action. I can sit here right now and (laughs) think all I want. I'm going to win the lottery. I'm going to win the lottery. I'm going to win the lottery. It does me nothing unless I feel like, wow, this is, and I go down to my local whatever, and I have to actually buy a lottery ticket. I cannot just sit here and go, I'm going to think, I'm going to think, I'm going to think. Those two will never connect. And actually the percentage that I was even connecting, I have more of, Getting hit by a lightning rod in our wonderful city of Houston. But the point is, you can't just think away something. The, the thinking is important because, I guess, we're talking about mindsets, but that thinking along with how you feel about it, because that thought is going to give you a negative thought towards money or it's going to give you a positive thought about money. And then, whatever that is, If it's positive, it goes into a positive action. If it's negative, then unfortunately, you take it into a negative action. And those are all a choice.
1: So scarcity versus abundance. So scarcity mindset or scarcity in general, people believe that there are not enough enough resources like time and money. It's our favorite for themselves and others. So when, when we talk about this, and this isn't just with personal development and coaching, it's everything. I don't have time. There's never enough time. You know, and the same thing like, oh, you don't understand my situation, or I don't have those types of resources. The other one would be, so if someone else has something, you feel there, you feel there is less of the resource available for you. Oh my god, that's that's so huge, and it's a mindset because there's just so much out there. But are you spending the time to look for them and find them and educate yourself around them, and then you can you compete to get as many resources as possible while restricting them from others.
2: Whew. Yeah, you
0: know, that middle one we hear a lot because there's something about actually just heard this yesterday. Someone was mentioning to me they wanted to be in a certain industry and they're like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about leaving my corporate and doing something else. And immediately their mind went to. But what if the market's already saturated in that? And I had to encourage her and say, what what does saturated mean? Yeah, I mean,
1: that's crazy. Everyone's like, I can't do it. I can't be a coach. We hear those times in the, the number two profession in the world industry in the world. And it keeps growing like, Oh man, that, that, that's such a big one. But I think it's important that people stop and just really think and look and really see what, what scarcity really means because they're doing it to themselves, but they're blaming all the other circumstances and the situations and the, the woe is me. And that you don't understand. Yes, I do. We all are in different seasons. We all have lives. We all, really have situations it's what we're doing now and are we willing to put in the time and the sacrifice I was just listening to one of my mentors yesterday of like the distractions and all the things that take us away but if we just stuck with it we would all be like pros and whatever it is being a parent or being a boss at being a, you know a teacher whatever it is but we get so distracted and we use situations and circumstances to really make ourselves feel better. But at the end of the day, it's us. We're the ones doing this to ourselves.
2: Hello, podcast listeners. I'm Kerry Walsh, your personal development coach and mentor and owner of Women Wine and Wellness. Are you looking for a way to build a vibrant and supportive local community where women of diverse backgrounds and experiences can come together to create a positive change and foster growth? Look no further than Women Wine and Wellness. Our mission is to provide women with the resources and guidance they need to empower themselves and thrive in all areas of their lives, whether it's in their careers, personal relationships, or health and wellness. We believe that every woman deserves the tools to succeed. Through our events and activities, we aim to create a welcoming and inclusive safe space where women can connect, share their experiences, and support each other as they pursue their goals and dreams. Our community is made up of women from all walks of life who come together to uplift and celebrate each other's accomplishments. We believe that by working together, we can create stronger and more resilient communities. We are committed to promoting positive change for all. And we believe that by empowering women, we can make a real difference in the world all around us. At Women Wine and Wellness, we're always looking for passionate and driven women to help us further our mission. Whether you're interested in leading a program or activity, serving on an advisory circle, or taking a more formal leadership role and leading a chapter. We have opportunities for women of all background and experiences. So what are you waiting for? Join us and become a part of a community that is dedicated to empowering and uplifting women. Take the next step and connect with us to discuss the details of leadership opportunities. We can't wait to work with you. And we are so excited to create a brighter future for women everywhere.
0: Yeah. And how many times have we've been in in rooms where you can just tell someone gets an award, gets something amazing, gets something granted, uh, lands a client, something financial happens to them. And it's like, you can feel half the room is sincerely excited. And the other half, you can just feel the vortex of like oh, the negativity of like, well, why does she get that? Oh, she got it. Then I'm not, if she got those clients, it's one less client I'm going to have. It's like, oh my God, that.
1: Which is why we love all the communities we're in and we build because we're all about just, God, there's so much out there for everyone. So we're moved to the next one. Cause we can be on the slide all day. All okay. right. You can do abundance.
0: Abundance. Okay. Opposite of scarcity mindset is absolutely having an abundant mindset. So you will see all the opportunities that life has to offer. All of a sudden it's crazy. When you shut down all that, those negative thoughts of what you don't have. And like Gio's always saying Think of your negative and what is the absolute opposite of that? That is the abundance. So if you're thinking the scarcity mindset, what is your actual opposite? The abundance. You will see how human ingenuity can create new practical solutions and breakthroughs. Oh, my God. Think of what we were doing during COVID. Talk about scarcity. We went, everything got shut down. Everything's telling you no, 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 no. right? In the midst of all the no, no, no. What are crazy Eva and Geo doing? (laughs) <laughs> but what if, and what if, and what if five million, what ifs later, we were very creative and came up with our own stuff. And quite frankly, we keep doing that. We keep, it's almost like if I almost, I don't, the universe don't listen to me, but it's almost like the more the universe goes, mm, the more we go, yes, yeah. let's just find a way around it, through it, behind it, on top of it, it's going to work. So again, something that you think, is a negative, the door just called closed, this is not gonna happen, that just got taken away. The, my bank account. But if you use that same energy and tapped into creativity world of thinking, how can this be different? And it really could be something completely different that you're creating, you're doing, you're saying, you're being, a different angle. Don't limit that what could come towards you when you're festering in your negativity of what's being taken away from you. Again, it's how you're looking at it. The glass is half empty, or it's half full. Oh, I
1: love that analogy. I always, yeah, I was never, I was always kind of like, oh, sometimes empty, sometimes full. Not always like half full, and everybody kind of hates it. But it did take time for us to get here, and <laughs> we, you know, I go back, and I don't, I don't ever feel like I was negative. I was a worrier, which I think are two completely different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I remember my father-in-law used to call me a worry worry wart. I thought it was a worry worm, but he used to call me a worry wart. And yeah, I would always worry about things that I didn't, wasn't in control or didn't know about. Uh, and some people could say that that's negativity, but I think after, you know, the years of work that we put into ourselves, the relationship with ourselves and knowing how I felt with the worry and what it was doing to me on the inside, like mentally, physically, and emotionally, you know, it was like just one of those days where I realized, I'm like, what am I doing? Why? Like you said, I tell this to our clients, I tell this to people, like, what's the opposite? We always focus on the negative. And every day is just one thing. If I felt that way, what's the opposite? What can I do? What kind of energy? If you're, you know, have a, a, a source, of God, how can I think positively and manifest it, pray for it? Because that's how I want to feel. I may not know that feeling, but I know what the, The negative feeling is, and how can I spend the time to really focus on getting the positive feeling? And I think that's how I've really become the half glass full. And I've had these conversations, not just with money, like with my mom, with my sister, like, and you know, before to be mad, I'm like, what's wrong with people? And instead, it's just like, okay, well, we can't control that. What's the opposite? Let's focus on that. So it's that small of an exercise, but it makes such a difference. And if you do that every single day you start to realize like wow it's the same time amount of time the same amount of energy mm-hmm. now I'm creating this beautiful life of abundance um because guess what we all deserve it and I think that's where we get stuck in the past and the circumstances and you don't understand we can't change that there's no I mean there's just no time machine to go back and change that but we can change the now and create that future of abundance so I think it's really really important it doesn't happen like overnight. Mm-hmm. This needs so much time, but now I have such a great relationship with time. And I'm like, God, you know, it's just, I want to give that gift to everybody else.
0: And that's, I think what you just said was, you can leave this up. I think what you just said was super important. It takes time. It took years. And this is stuff that happens from before you even understand the full language that you're listening to as a little kid, you hear people arguing, fighting. How many times do parents come home and the bills and what did you buy with this and what's going on? You know, like the arguments that can happen and you can't have this and money doesn't grow on trees, even though there's a tree right there with a bunch of money. It's like all those little things that we're we're told, it goes in your ear somewhere is in your soul. And that's how you think about money. This is it. Like, this is it. If I don't see it in my bank account, that means it's not there. Well, okay, let's just practically, yes, I get you see a number that is what you could today go to the bank and go withdraw if you want to, I get that. But that doesn't mean there isn't more, or that it's not going to come from a different resource. Yeah. And I think we just think, you know, 40 hour a week job, get a paycheck. This like we're very industrialized. We need to be thinking outside more outside the box. And what really, what wealth really means in general.
1: Yeah, I think the best uh, current example is nobody ever thought that you would not be back at an office job. Like nobody ever thought that the world shut down and that you, and now it's like, what, you're going back to an office? Like hybrids kind of the new normal, but most companies are like working from home. But five years, four years ago, three years ago, people were like, that's not going to happen. Same thing. This is exactly the same. And it also costs money. Like I want people to understand, like you can do the work. And I think there's lots of great tools and resources that are absolutely free, but you have to have a guide. You have to have a mentor. You have to have a coach, a therapist, like whatever it is that you need for you, because everyone's in a different place. You have to invest in someone for you. And it can't be your best friend. It can't be your partner. It can't be, you know, um, your kids. That is not their responsibility to fulfill you. And everything that we just talked about in this episode, I think it's going to be one of like our most powerful episodes. It's like, It all starts with you. And that's why we're talking about this trifecta because you time and money, it's, it's, it is the triangle. You can't do one without the other. There's a disconnect and you just kind of keep on going back and forth. This is full realm. And this is the reality of life. And there's, it's not negative nor positive. It's just how you think of it. So I want you guys to really go back and look at like, what am I saying to myself? What are the things that I'm telling myself? Why? There is no book of life. I mean, some people, in the Bible didn't think that, but I'm just saying like when it comes to having a relationship with yourself and putting yourself first, so many quotes, so many things, so many references, but we're not doing it. Our relationship with time, everyone. I've never met anyone that loves time and our relationship with money, which successful people have a great relationship with money because they put the time and they invested in themselves and they've created the mindset that we're talking about
0: today. Yeah. When I was doing, when I was just looking up some stuff, Every single leading, what we would call like, you know, like a Warren Buffett, someone that we would call as a leading financial advisor person, every single one of them said they got to the place where they realized their biggest investment was themselves. So whether that was what we call loving yourself, taking care of you mentally physically emotionally all those things to them realizing hey in order for me to grow in this area I'm going to go get certified in order for me to learn more I'm going to go read this book in order for me to grow my business I'm going to have to hire another person to help me because I'm getting to the point I can't do this all by myself that there's growth that there's a learning curve that there's more not just I'm just going to sit here and hope that it all just makes it all better. But what we're seeing right now is just some, we don't have to go through all these, but I thought there was just a good comparison of how you can 100% take something that seemingly seems negative, like the word cost, and that if you turn it into investment, when you say here cost, you just think, oh, my God, what's that going to cost me? Right. That's for. Oh, my God, I love the shoes. Wait, how much do they cost? <laughs> that's like the first thing versus an investment. Investment is just something you just think of, oh, that's going to grow over time. It's like this little nest egg. Like people have happier thoughts when they think of investment versus they think of um, cost. OK, transactions right? You're doing something back and forth becomes transformations. That just sounds so much better. Hey, we're going to transaction because for me to you to back and forth versus whatever this is happening. There's something transforming between us. That's pretty cool too. I'm going to jump down to like lifestyle becomes freedom. Cause you know, when you're watching, you can look actually, I'll just say real quick and we'll stop there. Industry profession becomes a uh, market network Client and customers become multipliers. Products and services become your value creation process. Okay, wait, I like that one.
1: Yes, I love it. Yeah.
0: That one's a cool one because instead of just looking at, oh, these are products and services and they're just in a box, just even think of how packaging is. There's beautiful packaging out there. That becomes your value creation process. That just... That just almost says dreamy, like, wow, that's more. I mean, I just love it. Employees become a, a unique ability team. I'm going to say that again for any manager or someone who oversees people, because sometimes we think of our employees as ah, the employees. They're late. They're this. They didn't you know, employees become a unique ability team. I love that. Security becomes opportunity. Status becomes contribution. Lifestyle becomes freedom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's so many people that's such a catchy phrase, freedom, time, freedom, money, freedom. That everybody's wanting freedom. That's why we were talking earlier about how the corporate people are going from being in a corporate um, job to wanting to be at home because they see that as more freedom. Yeah. Management becomes leadership. Again, management becomes leadership. You're not just overseeing, you're a leader. And leaders, there's just so much more in that word than just managing. Retirement becomes purpose and scarcity becomes abundance.
1: We love it. Oh my God. What a powerful first episode. We're excited to really just be bringing the money laundering laundering series. We hope that this has been like Eye-opening. I know it's been just talking about it. We, I, I feel like you and I talk about it. We have a, a new workshop coming up in our business um, membership that we will be talking about this because that's how important it is. Um, and we have a whole pillar on really just your relationship with money. I think that's important. We, I feel like this is like the same pillar we had at Justingate University when we did sex. Like <laughs> it's like, oh my god, we got to talk about it. yeah hello relationships revolve around sex like but nobody wants to talk about it so think of it that way we're gonna help you really understand what it is to have a healthy relationship with money how to create scarcity from going to scarcity to abundance mindset like baby steps and then next week we are going to bring you part two and then part three we will have an amazing financial advisor come on and I love what you said earlier so if you missed that send us questions that you want to know about finances about wealth, Um, anything that you want us to ask her, because I think it'd be great to answer those questions live and do a little shout out. Um, yeah, I think that's it. And again, if there's, if this is, there's something in this episode that you're like, oh my God, I need to get on a call with you guys. They're completely free. Link is in anywhere that you're watching or listening. Jump on a call with us. We would love to hear from you. So until next week, see you again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Redesigning Your Relationship Podcast. Don't forget to comment, ask a question, and leave a review for this podcast. We are committed to providing information and tools for our listeners to take action steps in all of their relationships.
0: If you would like more information to connect with us personally or begin your journey of creating the relationships you've always wanted, then please visit us at ygcollaborations.com.